awkward. Kinda. It's nice. Tommy was taking 190. No, he's no. There's no way, bro. You just look at you just, they just sp- look at the, the they PayPal. split it in half once David came on. Then we split him in half. I don't know what Tommy was doing. <laughs> just waiting for deposits. <laughs> ain't no way. Ain't no fucking way. Are we one seventy six? Indeed. You know I change it every ep. <laughs> All right, everybody. Welcome to episode. 176 of Dunn and Drew. We got hit up today. People making sure that we're recording. They're like, oh, wow. Mm. This is new. Yeah. I like it. You think you didn't reply? I don't, did you reply to my text where I, was, where I said it's probably because they missed last week's episode? I don't think you replied to that. Um, I think it's because we were threatening last time, it, last time when we dropped late. We said, well, I'll just fucking stop doing it. Why we bullies? <laughs> <laughs> like you said, you you bully someone and it works. They they do what you want them to do. You bullied me last night. I was laying in bed <laughs> about to I wanted to turn on Better Call Saul so bad. No, take a shower and then lay in bed. It was like eight o'clock, eight thirty. I was like, That sounds so nice. It's a little early, but that sounds so nice. And you said, Do it. You ain't gonna work out. He ain't gonna work out. Go to yeah. You watch forgot, your, you forgot you, watch your show. You forgot to include that part in the beginning. Watch your show. You That's asked. You, you asked, should I work out or turn on Better Call Saul? And I was like, you look cozy. You're not getting up, buddy. And then you proceeded to send us a video of just you doing some curls, like that was working out. I guess it's better than nothing. That's not all I did, bitch. I didn't record my whole session. You should have. So I knew you were doing something. <laughs> <laughs> well, come check on me. Oh, Come and see. Shout out to Party Next Door, I think. Come and see me for once. I know. <laughs> got, I got R&B friends. Fuck. <laughs> um, that's Patreon notes. We'll get to that Thursday or Friday. We don't mm-hmm. talk about Patreon on here except know. for you to subscribe. We'll get into that later. I still think, I wrote this in there in here today just randomly. I still think about Tom Brady winning the Super Bowl on the Bucks this year. It's still wild to me. Fucking Tom Brady. Would you be thinking about that if you did not live in the city where no. you won it? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe. Because I can tell you right now, I ain't thought of that shit <laughs> since. Since the parade. <laughs> since that trophy toss ain't crossed my mind. <laughs> oh, that's, that's when I thought of it. I'm sorry. I saw the Bucks post that trophy toss. Um, mm. they, they did the meme that everyone's doing. Had to be there. Um, and what a freaking picture. Unbelievable. Wow. It's been four weeks since, since the, the parade. Oh. Or oh, oh. the Super Bowl? Yeah. Okay. That's better. three three weeks ish. Time's flying. Time flies. Which which I'm not mad about, boy. The sooner we get out of there, boy, bang, you know, shit. Trevor let Lawrence. Me eat, let me eat. Oh yeah, true. I'm I'm like okay with that taking its time because you know it's Gonna be a busy fall, so I like to enjoy my my freedom while I got it. Mm. You know, I can't. You know, I'm actually. I now that I've got a Roth IRA going, I can't wait mm. for time to go by. Let Roth. me see. <laughs> let me see. Fifty nine and a half ASAP. I'm trying to get my money. We'll talk about that later. Um, got a lot to talk about later. Um, yeah, just that's all I'm gonna say. 
so stay tuned. Let's roll the intro. I'll roll it. Thank you. Oh, <laughs> no. <laughs> Guys, a big development. Should we save it for Patreon? Because it's kind of I mean, personal. We, I mean, we roast him on here every episode. <laughs> Man. Gonna, just want to let you all know, we're rolling our own intro for now on. It's sad. It's very sad, but it's just, you know, the Dun & Drew moving on. Dun & Drew Entertainment LLC. Roll <laughs> yeah. the intro. Thank you, Eric. You're welcome. What are you drinking, Michelob or Miller? Michelob. Fuck yes. Good guess. I, I know my shades. Guess. Come on. I know my shades of beer. Um. No shout outs. Yikes. <laughs> was not prepared. I literally, I feel like last week was kind of dead in Dun and Drew's social media world. <laughs> <laughs> not really we've been going off on uh we went off on tiktok we um really? we we have a also have a instagram post that's doing pretty well um, Your home depot shit here let's let's do a let's do a random shout out let's go on our From twitter page tic- oh twitter i feel like i've owed here someone's been in oh justin clemmer he's in our dms Who? he said he said record today <laughs> I know someone else asked us to record today. Hold on. I'm going to shout out everyone that, okay, Trevor Lawrence, he he got to warn me before posting on Instagram. <laughs> oh, me? Trevor Lawrence. Oh, Trevor. Sheesh. He's cute. Damn. Um, who else asked? Oh, jo- Jonah. Shout out Jonah Neighbor. Ne- no, I'm sorry. New, New Burger. He asked us if he's getting an episode this week. And there may have been someone else, but. So I apologize. Listen, we you. we have a solid loyal fan base. But in order to grow it, the current listeners have to spread the word, you know? It takes an army, it takes a village. We're in this together, guys. So, but we'll do our part, you know, we'll, we'll drop this heat. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll fucking we'll fucking venture off the NFL season. Give you this content. You know, look, look how dedicated I. Boy, we in March. I brought the bad boy back out. What is that? The for? vlog camera has returned. I we charged doing, all the batteries today. I ain't pulled this out since fucking 2019. We season. doing content soon. We're gonna we're gonna vlog your move. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Whoa. We'll preview. Get to that yeah. later. Spoiling everything already. Why would well, we we spoil all our rants, raves, and reviews in the, in the guys? You guys did it for us. Speaking of loyal followers, we were in hot water with Manscaped. You guys pulled through for us. They are renewing for a new season of Dun and Drew. They're mm. on board for the next three months. Four, four. Yes, till Sheesh. June through June Thir- through June. Through June. Oh, my God. We are nice. So, guys, thank you. You saved us. Uh, So, the podcast lives on. 
Oh my god. Let's do <laughs> let's do a manscaped ad. And I'm still not kidding when I say you have to get this product. Like I I don't have to say that for Which next four one? months. <laughs> I don't have to say that until June, really. Because like we're safe until June. But I'm telling you now in March that this product like you but use our code, Dun and Drew. Um twenty percent off and free shipping. Um it's the best in men's below the belt grooming. They just released their cologne. How, come on, Kyle. We got to get more new script. <laughs> they got. He's sending to me. I did that not update because I took out the cologne. It's the first thing up there. Um, <laughs> okay. Everyone knows that Manscaped has the perfect package 3.0 for all your below the belt grooming needs. It's the uh, it has all the essentials for your below the belt grooming needs. I already read that. Lawnmower 3.0 trimmer and crop formulations. Yes, I'm talking about the ball deodorant toner to keep your testes besties. Um, it's time to feel sexy men and women. Uh, women too, I think. Oh. Um, 20% off and free shipping. What have I used recently? I use the clone every day. You guys hear me rave about the clone. It's freaking best. Um, Hold up. What? Are you smelling yourself? I did a I did a combination before the pod. I used the spray and then a, a crop mop. You should try that. Since you, said you were, since you said you were a little wet downstairs, I just gave you the formula. A little crop mop mixed with a little and you should be all right. Are you saying like deodorant or the... Um... The deodorant is liquidy. The spray is just that, a spray. Not the cologne. There's another spray for your balls that you put on like throughout the day. It's like a, it's like a pick me up. It's like, oh, what's that? What's that smell? That's me. <laughs> it's like it's like the crop mop that you brought to Disney. The crop mops were a pick me up. So mm-hmm. combine both the pick me ups and you'll have some good good feeling balls. So twenty percent off and free shipping with the code Dun and Drew at manscaped.com. Your balls and body will thank you. Yes, and we will thank you once you join our Patreon, which is $5 to join, and you come into the Discord, we get a message, everybody gets a message, you're greeted with open arms, and we would like your cock sent. And <laughs> yeah, we, we girl, love, every time tips. someone joins the Discord chat, it's a big welcome party, There's the, the thing's active all day, I can't even keep up, but I am in there every day, trust, and if you at me, I'll reply quick so don't worry gets about political gets political sometimes but I, we Oof. welcome you to chime in <laughs> Oof, yeah last, this last week got got <laughs> got political um, but it but it's funny because everyone's a family so they'll roast the fuck out of you for your take oh, yeah but then we'll, we're all love afterward you know there, it's how long have we had this this patreon now um so we're on patreon uh it's been like 25 weeks 25 weeks. Ish. Quick max. Quick max. So like three months? No. Come on. Three months. <laughs> no, that would Six. be like eight months. Six to eight. Four times what equals 25? Four. Six. 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 Yeah. 24. Six yeah. 26 times. So, yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, like being in a, a Patreon and Discord that long with people, you know, you, you develop things names and they become a pattern so 
You know, there's yeah. I don't know how co- wi- I don't there's know, some culture in there now. I don't know how Wiz <laughs> is already roast. Like I don't I don't know when I became close enough with Wiz for him to roast me for being gay, but that's how close we are in there. <laughs> I must miss that every time he does it. Ah, uh, you missed it. It was uh, it's pretty good. A little hurtful, but it was good. And I know that every time there's one guy in there that every time he says something, people react with a gay Cap. emoji or, or a gay flag. Uh, flag. Yeah. There's one person that they react that with. Yeah, I think it's JC. <laughs> Someone said the, something the other day. Maybe it was today, and people reacted with the pride, the pride flag, and the trans yes. flag. <laughs> I didn't know there was, was like, a what? trans flag. Um. Yeah, the the cap reaction is always the funniest. Oh yeah, <laughs> just, just, just ten caps on a on a text, <laughs> um, and it'd be like someone trying to improve their lives. Like, um, I think I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna lose weight. Cap, <laughs> cap, 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 fat fuck. <laughs> uh, yeah, so patreon.com slash Dunn and Drew for your cyberbullying needs. <laughs> yeah, it, the best the best thing about it is like it's. It's it's pretty much Twitter with your with like people that you relate to, but you're not getting canceled for shit you say. People say some oh, outlandish. You're, you're safe. You're you're safer than a teenage girl in my bedroom in that Discord. <laughs> <laughs> that was scary to hear transpire. But I think because you're safe I won't because because I won't do anything. Right, right. <laughs> but I had to register it and make sure that you were okay saying that. Because that I didn't was. sound good. <laughs> I know it did it. That's why but I said it, it. But it makes sense. Um, that's right, the, that's that's the line you have to tell nowadays. Let's hit some uh, some headlines. This is a new new thing. I just the easier way to to go through the headlines real quick. So cue the music. No, don't do it. Please don't do it. Wondering what music is playing, Eric. Yeah, I am. I'll probably say I'll probably get some Drake headlines. Why well, I'm nervous? Why YouTube saying nope? <laughs> hopefully it's Scoop. hopefully it's short enough. Like the uh, maybe, Kings of the maybe there's an Indian version of it. You know how they make like Indian versions of rap songs? Maybe there's like a do 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 do. Christ! So now we're in hot water with the <laughs> Asians, the Indians. Oh fuck me! We'll do the Asians. All right, I think the main headline this past these past couple days, or today specifically, J.J. Watt signing with the Cardinals. Oh, thank God that you are going to say Latin. <laughs> you thought I was going to say what? The first one I have on here? Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> I know it gives a shit. I might not even bring that up. J.J. Watt signed with the Cardinals, and it's was the meme. Um, I think my favorite meme was the one from the Hail Mary where – they had J.J. Watt on as the football, DeAndre Hopkins' hand on it, and then the Bills players all around because J.J. Watt really just screams Buffalo Bills. He just looks and feels like, you know, he's a lunch pail guy. He just seems like he would have fit on the Buffalo Bills. But every uh, – I feel like every every free agent star has played for the Cardinals um, one time or another, so it's only right. What's your, what, are you, fa- what are you giggling about? <laughs> My favorite meme from this signing was, "If you loved us at eight and eight, you're gonna love us at eight, eight and one." JJ <laughs> <laughs> uh, Watt, I d- it was cool though. I I just saw this before we recorded that um, the owner, 
is a pilot and he picked him up in his private jet to take him to Arizona. So I thought that was pretty dope. Even yeah, it was per, it's picture perfect because you see the owner next to JJ Watt and you see the jet in the background and you see the Cardinal logo on the wing. That shit is fucking dope, man. Like I fuck, wish. Ha- Imagine I having a, a damn jet cared. with your NFL team's logo on it that you own. Yeah, it must be nice to be a billionaire. Fuck. So somehow the Twitter account Field Yates, he's a NFL insider for ESPN. Um somehow his tweet, somehow he fell for this. And well it was originally tweeted by or found by some some tweeter named Football Chops. He tweeted this or he exposed it or brought brought it to light and then somehow Field Yates is that his real name? I yeah. feel like I've talked about that on, on this podcast before. Like, what kind of name is that? How are you doing, Field? Field Yates. Don't like it. But he saw this account called KJ Watt. And he believed that it was JJ Watt. It has a picture of him that's clearly from Google. Google and... How do you not see KJ instead of JJ? And his bio says Super Bowl 56, Green Bay, Cleveland, Buffalo. Like, you really thought that he updated his Peloton? So, by the way, this is a Peloton profile from, a, from like, you know, that bike that people get to work out yeah. in their homes. This is his Peloton or someone's Peloton profile. They changed their name to KJ Watt. With bio of Super Bowl Fifty Six, Green Bay, Cleveland, Buffalo, you really think JJ Watt did that? <laughs> Apparently, this guy did. He said JJ Watt has updated his Peloton bio, and it now reads Super Bowl Fifty Six, Green Bay, Cleveland, Buffalo. And then he put the thinking emojis, and he said, "If nothing else, JJ has us all dialed in." If he's a football insider, I am at least a football outsider, because how do you fall for this? That is insane. Peloton. There's so many red flags in this fake message. First of all, a Peloton profile, that's what JJ's updating. <laughs> Second of all, his name is KJ now, not JJ. And then who's going to put that bio? Green Bay, Cleveland, Buffalo. How do you fall for it? got 1,100 retweets. Um, well, total retweets, it got He got, he got ratioed, I'm assuming. He got 2,300. I'm not sure. I can't tell from here. But he got 8,000 likes. Um, I just, I can't believe it. But he didn't go to any of those teams. He went to Arizona. I don't even think Arizona fans were, like, clamoring for him. They weren't one of, they weren't, like, the Green Bay and the Buffalo and the Cleveland fans. So. um, But he he looks good in the shirt. Give him that. Yeah, he did. 15 million a year, I think. Sheesh. Yeah, he definitely chasing that bag. I mean, the Cardinals are chasing the name of JJ. Yeah. But pairing him with Chandler Jones, I think I think will up his game for sure. Um, he's not going to play like with a deficit. Like he's going to play on a better team than he did in Houston. So if they do make the playoffs and he stays healthy, that's the number one thing. He hasn't been healthy very often, but he did have like 16 sacks in 2018. Um, but it's just he's got to stay healthy. And if he does, I'm sure he'll, he'll be like the Clayus Campbell type for the Ravens. He'll he'll make an impact, you know, when it when it's needed and in the playoffs and if he does it's just a bonus um 
even though you're paying a lot for him. I don't know if this is a good comparison, but he kind of feels like the rock of the NFL. The rock. Obviously on a much lesser lesser scale. But what do you mean? What you mean he seems that? he seems more of a a character than than a football player. Don't know. That's my take. Just, I think personally, just because I don't know much about or have seen much of J.J. Watt in my years of watching football, or I've never really paid attention to the guy. Well, you definitely just haven't paid attention because he's he was like a nightmare for Jaguars fans. When every time we played, it was like, where the fuck is J.J.? We're not gonna be able to block him, so let's do whatever we can. He's a he's a he was annoying. He was an annoying thorn in the side. He was when he was in his prime. He's obviously Hall of Famer, but when he's in his prime, more better than I think. They say Aaron Donald could go down as like the best defensive lineman of all time. I mean J.J. Watt, maybe just because of the media hype that he got because. I don't know why, but I feel like J.J. in his prime was more disruptive than Aaron Donald. I don't know why. Yeah, I did read he was like 31st all-time in sacks. And he's him and Chandler Jones are like the top of the list in sacks since 2012. Yeah. 2012, yeah. So that in my time. mind, I'm like, when the fuck that happened? <laughs> but that's just me not paying attention to the game as a whole. Um, next headline, um, Zlatan Ibrahimovic, he said that it doesn't look good when LeBron and other famous people get involved in politics. LeBron responded that no way he'll just stick to sports. And here's my take. I think that superstar athletes and celebrities are disconnected from reality, no matter how tr- hard they try to relate. Um, but, um, they, some athletes like LeBron do their best. Now I do, I do think that LeBron is hypocritical at times, (laughs) but they do their best, um, to learn. And I think LeBron, I don't know if it's because he got the most media attention or because this is actually perception actually is reality. Um, what, like opening up the school that he did in, in Ohio. That's just one example. Um, I think he uh, deserves the respect, so I'll give it to him. I think there are a lot of athletes that, if they do the work that LeBron does, um, they are the voice for the voiceless. Um, they try to connect and speak for the people that feel that they don't have a voice. So I disagree when people say, well, I may disagree with their politics, I will disagree with the people that say that athletes and, and celebrities should just shut up because I think they think they're doing the right thing and it makes sense. You know, these people, they don't have a voice, even though that you could vote, um, but these people don't have a voice. So I'm giving the voice to them. Um, so I don't think that athletes should just shut up. Like that's, that's stupid. Like these aren't, they're not robots. I think yeah. that era is over. Um, was there was there something specific that he was referencing, Ibrahimovic, that uh, that, yeah, that made him was. say this or some shit? Was there a recent event, world event or something? Let me check. I haven't heard. I've never heard that man. Even I know. I've, I've never heard that. Yeah, <laughs> I've never either. The only thing I've only time I've heard his name is in FIFA. Ibrahimovic. 
He's real late to this take, though. Shut up and dribble was three years ago. <laughs> I know. Keep up. We've been here before already, Zlatan. Swedish. He's I Swedish think it's guy. just. He just randomly was like, yeah, I maybe I mean, he was asked his opinion on something and he didn't have an answer. So he was like, yeah, I think I should stay out of this. I and think um, as well. just LeBron is just constantly in the political s- sphere. So I think he was Ibra. Is that what the cool kids call him? Ibra. He was just asked about him probably. And, you know, LeBron's always saying something political. So. I think it's cringy when people expect a famous person or celebrity to speak up about something like when they're like, why aren't you saying anything or anything like that? Like if I was ever in that position, I don't think I would change just because I, I, I achieved this, you know, platform. I'm pretty like outspoken on stuff now, but I do stay quiet about some things just because I don't know what to say sometimes. And maybe these celebrities and athletes are like that. Maybe they don't come out and say stuff because they don't know what the right or wrong thing is to say. And they're not trying to have controversy because everybody has an opinion on an opinion. So it's like (laughs) um, Michael Jordan, when he was asked why he doesn't take sides in political fights, he he was quoted saying Republicans buy sneakers too. <laughs> Love it. Yeah, I don't know. It was a lot time. Shut up. Kick your ball. Is that it for the headlines? Uh, I think I got one more. Oh, this one's sad. Fuck. Oh god damn it. I saw Fight this one the today. News. This one. Here's the title. Fraternity in Virginia has been suspended following the death of a 19-year-old freshman. Oh, that's common. Not, We always hear about it. And I haven't heard about this in a while. <coughs> Excuse me. Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, not I'm a not manners used, podcast. <laughs> I'm not used to drinking beer. I'm usually a wine guy. Um, oh, got another one. Okay. Morty. That's you right now. <laughs> The Virginia, so this 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 freaking freshman died because he's trying to impress his um, brothers or brothers. his future brothers because he's mm. rushing. The Virginia Commonwealth University chapter of Delta Chi, right? Delta oh, no. Chi has has been suspended following the death of a 19 year old freshman. Adam Oaks of L- Ludon County died in an incident linked to the fraternity. The Richmond Police Department said they were called to the scene um, Saturday. Oaks was unresponsive when they arrived. The medical examiner will determine the cause and manner of death later. Um, the college tweeted a statement confirming Oaks' death. Uh, VCU mourns the death of student Adam Oaks, who was identified by authorities as an off-campus resident. Um, the pictures of this man, he just looks like such a sweetheart. It's so upset. He, okay, here we go. The college said the national office for Delta Chi issued a cease and desist order on Saturday and VCU said it took similar action Sunday. Oaks family said they found he had died through the count, the London County loud, Loudoun County police department, but they found out how he died through social media. He is all we had. He's everything we had in our life. Said Eric Oaks, Adam's father. He began to tear up as he talked. We had one child. 
He's a lovely kid. He's just totally enjoyed life. Cousin, Courtney White, said she wanted to make friends, said said that he wanted to make friends, so he rushed and received a bid from the frat Delta Chi. He was sweet. He was so sweet, said, said White, his cousin. He had the biggest heart and would literally give you the shirt off his back. And that's what this guy looks like, guys. He looks like a teddy bear. And when this frat wanted him, he just felt so accepted that he wanted to impress them and be part of the brotherhood. His roommate, Alec, said Oak's death has hurt him deeply. I just feel heartbroken. He's one of my closest friends. He knows so much stuff about me. That's so fucking sad. Um, His friend said he went to high school with Oak's in Loudoun County before they became roommates at VCU. He said he remembers when Oak's received a bid for the frat. He came into the room all giddy and said that the president gave him a bid. He said he just wanted to feel accepted and be with these guys. The cause of death has not been released by the officials, but the family is adamant it was a result of incidents within the fraternity. What we're hearing right now is that he drank a handle of Jack Daniels. The kid told us the names of the bigs. They told us before the inf- they told us more information than the police did. We are heart. The president of the college said that we are heartbroken with the tragic loss of one of our own. I offer my heartfelt sympathies to Adam's loved ones and close friends. So, what do you feel about? How do you feel about that? It's sad. Um, what I don't understand, what does it mean? And this is embarrassing because, but I just was not, I, I just don't understand fraternities. I still think they're cringe, but tell me, what does it mean without making fun of me? What does it mean to rush a fraternity? This is not an instance in where I would make fun of you. Thank you. (laughs) Um, I have a little knowledge of it because my early roommate in college was in ATO and he tried to get me to rush. I actually did try to rush one. It was like a it was like a business fraternity for black people. I tried mm. to rush, um, but it wasn't anything like this extreme. They were it was like a professional fraternity. Um, but I guess they they have bigs and littles. Cringe. And the the bigs are the the people that have been in the fraternity or sorority for an extended amount of time, and the littles are the ones that they're, you know, raising up to take their position once they either leave, graduate, or whatever. I have this information because I was friends with hella people in that shit, and I just like they were always like, "This is my big, this is my little mic. Don't give a fuck." But. Uh, I don't. I don't, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I don't. Rec- I don't recall any stories of like hazing or anything like that. But they. I was always at like frat parties and stuff. But um, I don't. I don't know any stories of. What does it mean you know, to rush? Like what? To, to running you to, somewhere. You're trying to get accepted into the fraternity. Is so there a time they, limit? Like why they, is it a rush? They're not literally running. They're they're rushing the fraternity like they're trying to get in that's just the the terminology they use to try to get into the fraternity you you rush it and whatever that entails for that specific fraternity it varies by each one but ultimately the people that are rushing are trying to get accepted into that by the presidents of the fraternity so it's like a job interview whatever 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 criteria that the fraternity has for it that's ultimate goal like yes it is kind of like a job interview criteria i feel like i could get and some do have fees to like to be in it like i know there's like some some like like, hell of some are like five hundred dollars a semester 
in yeah. some in some big schools. Hell of fees. But I guess you get like into the parties, you get free friends and you get to tailgate <laughs> with them. Yeah, you you go to chapter like every you go to dance like, they do dances, I think. Once or twice a week you go to chapter, they do, trips. do dances, trips, whatever. It's We don't charge anyone to be in daddies group yeah, chat. Just five bucks. Um <laughs> But yeah, it's it's a big culture. Uh, Kamala Harris was in a sorority, but they're pretty they're pretty popular. I just never understood being a part of that. I don't I don't want to roast the people who join them because <laughs> I mean, people do have a lot of fun in them, and they, yeah, they do for they, sure. They grow they grow out of them and stuff. Yes, like they're lifelong friends from them. So yeah, like I'm, I'm sure I would have a lot more friends if I did it, but I just don't vibe with that um, atmosphere. Plus the things that they talk about, like the the culture, and the the like the sayings that they have, the, the way they address themselves, you know, rushing and you know the uh, ceremonies that they have, like none of this exists in real life. So it's like, where did you get this from? Greek Greece, Greece cult. It's very culty, isn't it? But whatever, no hate, unless you kill someone like this poor guy. Drink. Do you think you could down a handle of Jack Daniels? Absolutely, but I wouldn't. Absolutely. I would, I would. I could do it. I would not. Right. I, I would, would never. <laughs> That's a big bottle. Yeah. I don't mean you're. And, you're either. I don't know. What, you probably have to go to the hospital. And he's nineteen. Yes. They're like these people that are rushing are like coming out of high school. So, and then they're like some of the hazing. I imagine has to do a lot with alcohol. Yeah. I just want to. If I was head of a. a a frat like i would not i'd be so scared to make the young kids drink that much like i someone's gonna die for sure so so i do recall one hazing story so my friend nick you're familiar him and a couple other guys were told by their bigs that they were well he took him to this male strip club and uh they were backstage and he told these guys hey you're on next and he threw them banana hammocks and they banana had no hand. idea. He was like, "Hey, you guys are on next." And he threw them banana hammocks, and they were just they were fucking scared shitless. And then he just told them that he was kidding. That's the extent ha. of. Uh... <laughs> ha. Hey, you're up. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you're hazed. <laughs> I'm rushing. <laughs> That's all I know. Parties were lit though. Shit. Shit. Some of them were like there were there were some fraternities that I was because you know you know, Vine and shit I was popular with everybody there were some fraternities <laughs> there some fraternities I just would they would always invite me and I just like I'm not going to their house because I just knew who was lame and who had the cool parties so I either threw my own or showed up to the ATO not ATO that was the worst one what was it SIGEP SIGEP was the uh, good fraternity at FAU. And my my first true love was in uh, Phi Mu sorority. Now she has a kid. Thanks. Whoa, I didn't know that. I don't think you knew this girl. <laughs> oh, okay, never mind. <laughs> um, all right, on to the NBA. Let's talk some NBA. Uh, we're gonna talk with just. So we had this uh, a host of the podcast Bench Warmers and Burners. His name is Josh Lozano. 
we talked to him. Um, I think we linked up a, a little while ago on Instagram. We found each other's account. Um, kind of similar style, except he's like 90% NBA talk, he says. And I knew that we really have to start getting invested in the NBA because All-Star Weekend's coming up. and mm, That's gotta, why. <laughs> I just got to I gotta know what's going on. So we have him on um, to talk some NBA. And we will play that interview and that chat now. Enjoy. All right, everybody. Welcome on. Josh, is it Lozano? Yeah, Lozano. All right, cool. Josh Lozano, host of the Benchwarmers and Burners podcast. Can you explain what you do on that podcast and what you talk about for the listeners that might want to join in after listening to you here? Yeah, so uh, it's, just a, it's just a sports podcast. Uh, I'm based out here in Vegas, so we talk a lot about gambling. I get a couple of... You know, ex-college athletes. Yeah, just you know, just a couple of degenerates just talking about it. Uh, when uh, sports was done, we didn't really have much content, so you know, we're, we're betting on you know how long were commercials are going on, stuff familiar. like that. <sighs> yeah, how yeah, how long was the Costco line going to be? But um, we just talk about you know social social things going in sports, and we mostly cover basketball. It's like ninety percent just a basketball podcast, but we talk about the important things like you know Tom Brady's deal with the devil. Whatever the devil made with him, it wasn't. He didn't get enough out of right. it because Tom was milking it. So we, we talk about things like that, you know, college football, like Zion's lawsuit, pay to play. But ninety percent of the time, it always doubles back to the NBA. Yeah, I listened to that one the other day. That was pretty good. Who was the guest? He, he's... Oh, he's uh, my boy, uh, Wiz. Um, he's going to uh, USF in uh, California studying law right now. So USF in California. We have a USF here in Tampa. Yeah, when I think of USF, I thought of, I thought of Florida too. But, <laughs> I'm thinking of the Bulls right now. <laughs> the Dons out there. Um. Yeah. When I so I'll browse on Instagram and um, other social medias like other sports podcasts, and um, just because I'm curious, like people on like our level, um, I'm curious, you know, what they sound like and what they're talking about. And you like normally I'll listen and I like cringe because of like oh their audio sucks or. Um, they're just awkward when they talk, but yours was, yours is really good. Um, and I see you got a nice little setup there. So. Hey, appreciate it, man. Hey, most of this is stolen. So any young uh, podcast <laughs> that's trying to get in it. Um, um, so why, why NBA number one for you? Why that over football? Oh, it's just, you know, um, growing up, I was an NBA fan and played basketball naturally. So it's kind of like what you gravitate to and, um, I don't know. I was a, a military kid, so I bounced around a little bit everywhere. And then, you know, you kind of use sports as a way to, you know, connect with the new kids. So, you know, just, you know, uh, talking about each other's teams, that kind of stuff. So when I uh, went to UNLV, I just started the podcast because you start meeting a lot of, you know, like-minded people and you, you, you're seeing things like Skip Bayless and all these guys. And you're like, man, we could say some just the stupid stuff. Yeah. Right. And yes. then you start, yeah, you start releasing <laughs> the podcast and you're like, wow, these people really eat up our, you know, the, the things that we're saying. So you kind of just ride with it. The, the great thing about being a personality and being able to talk about sports yeah. is that people will take your takes very seriously. You can say whatever you want. And that's why these, these shows are so popular because their takes are so outlandish that it creates controversy. It creates conversations and they keep coming back for more. I don't understand it, especially because Skip and Shannon's show always, always talk about the Lakers, the Cowboys, Every single, even in the off season, that's all they're talking about. And it's become so political, but it's whatever. But hey, I've, since we, since we started this podcast, I say like the most 
terrible takes on here, but listeners keep coming back. So I finally understand why all these shows get, get the love they do. But um, how, how is it like living in Vegas? Like, cause I've been to Vegas once there's like an airport, the strip and like a NASCAR track. Well, now they have a football stadium. So yeah. where, where is UNLV in relation to all that? Oh, it's like, as soon as you get off the airport, it's on that airport connector. Um, Vegas. I, I love living here in Vegas. It's kind of, uh, it's like really, it's a smaller city than people expect, but it, it's pretty big in everything that you want to do. Um, most people live on the outside outskirts of Vegas, if that makes any sense, you know, like kind of like suburbs, but it's not really suburbs. Isn't really the right way to call it. Cause it's still kind of, uh, builds a little bit, um, city-esque, but it's, it's, it's cool. And it's, it's a different life. We got hit hard when, you know, COVID happened because of tourism, um, uh, everything gets shut down and it was hard for, uh, I know I'm always joking about people gambling, but you know, people started cause they have slot machines everywhere. They got it in the airport. They got it in the bathroom. They have it at the <laughs> gas station. So it was just, you know, uh, it was hard for, uh, tourism and everything to, uh, you know, stay afloat, but living here is pretty fun. There's always something to do, you know, whatever you, you everyone always comes here to Vegas and they try and, you know, stamp their, uh, they'll be like, they'll come in and maybe they'll, they run a restaurant in California and then they want to make like a Vegas version of it here. So they always do things like kind of that. Does your skin adjust? Uh, where'd you, where'd you move from? When I say that, I mean, because when I went to Vegas, I went for a week and my lips were like bleeding at the end. No, my nose was bleeding. The lips were completely chapped. Skin was super dry. Does your skin adjust? Where did you move to Vegas from? Um, uh, I was actually, uh, we were stationed here for a little bit when I was younger. So I was a little acclimated to it. But the last place I was, I was in Louisiana, Freeport. So it was, you so know, that's humid. Sweet. So that's, yeah. and I'm from Florida. Yeah. So, yeah. Hey, uh, fair warning though. If you tell people you come to Vegas and then your nose is bleeding, that's what you open up before you open about the. <laughs> <laughs> like that, I was only like 20. <laughs> <laughs> although it's not like that substance has an age limit but yeah yeah no um yeah it's, it's a, a dry heat though because but you get used to it especially because there's always something to do uh like in the summer there's like all the pools uh but you don't you don't actually go in the pool that's a fair warning for anyone that's coming to visit uh, kind of like a local thing where it's like because you don't man you don't know what what's yeah, going on in the pool. It's i don't mind you don't mind if you touch that Vegas pool, you don't have to worry about what's ever in that vaccine. That's all I got to tell you, too. <laughs> you're Actually, already, you're already immune. The uh, one time the one time I did go to Vegas, I was at a house party and they did have a pool. And I now that you mentioned it, I don't think I went in it, but not for that reason. I just I don't know. You can't swim. But <laughs> but, but I, I did get burned. That sun is no joke out there. But oh, yeah. I, I was able to breathe. unlike Florida. You know, it's just different kind drowning. of out there. We uh-huh. drowning in Florida. <laughs> we drowning so how'd you become a lakers fan was that before or after you went out west oh so i was actually i was born in the philippines um you know being the whole like military kid thing uh and when i came to uh the u.s that was when it was like prime time kobe and shaq and you know how you are when you're a little kid you're just like what the fuck's this like what is this you know uh like watching championships and seeing parades so that's when Can i started can- yeah so that's when I, I kind of became a fan. But then, it, uh, you know, you see that, but I didn't see him start winning again until way later because, you know, it was just like the Kobe Batman by himself era. But that's when I kind of like fell in love, you know, him dropping the anyone on the Raptors, just watching that. So that's when I kind of really, really became a fan because I, I, I came to the United States seeing him win the championships. 
and there was that long there was like not a long drought you know like a small drought where it's like they're not even making the playoffs they're getting bounced by the phoenix suns yeah. uh, you want him duncan and the spurs you're uh uh, and you're just like, man, look at, look at like, when are we going to get back there? And then, you know, you go and then you lose the Bo- the first time you get back to the finals, you lose to Boston, you know, but then um, beat Orlando, beat Boston. And then, you know, just kind of like a lifelong thing. Plus it's just nice being a Lakers fan and it's obnoxious. It's yeah. like, uh, being a Lakers fan, <laughs> like, you know, the hubris it's it's like oxygen. It's, even when they're not good, it's there, you know, like Lakers fans, hubris, yeah. Yeah, even when the oxygen's thin. So. What's the best storyline in the NBA this year? Like Ooh. introduce us, introduce us to the 2020, 2021 NBA season. We've been on a hiatus. And the, uh. the reason, the reason I feel like we've been on this hiatus is because, you know, we're, I think we're just too excited for our NFL future because we have the number one pick in the draft and, you know, we're about to be really good. So we're not a Jags podcast, but we lean but where yeah the nba just normally like andy don't even watch until all-star break which we've arrived but you know it's 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 just different for some reason we love we watched the bubble like bubble was dope yeah that was a big bubble fan but now i don't know i'm like i got mavericks magic on right now but you know i'll watch like maybe one two games a week sometimes but i Mm -hmm. i couldn't tell you the the leading storylines in the the nba right now so we need your help I got you. Well, hey, but not to get too off topic about the Jags, though. Excited for Urban Meyer. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, because uh, I remember what he was doing with, uh, you know, back in the Tim Tebow era. And I'm just excited to see what kind of cast of guys he's going to be running with, like the Tebow, Aaron Hernandez. What's the next? You know, yeah, I'm not looking forward to what <laughs> I'm not looking forward to whatever documentary comes out in 10 years about this era in Jacksonville. Um, but I hope if it comes with dubs, I don't kill her. Oh, 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 I'm not come with that, dubs. but. It's like, it comes with W's. Do whatever you want. <laughs> don't care. I mean, for NBA, I guess the biggest storyline is there's a um, Adam Adam Silver was kind of the the golden commissioner. If that makes any sense, everyone was like, "Why can't my commissioner of my league be like Adam Silver?" That was kind of like what he was before uh, this season. But now there's kind of like a big, you know, is Adam Silver a scumbag? Question mark movement Ooh. going on, and it's by, from- by who? By different teams. So, for example, uh, it started. Mm. It, a lot of it has to do with COVID, and uh, you know Adam Silver or um, the way that he's handling it. Like, for example, the Sixers. It started with the Sixers, where they had to play their very first game, um, uh, where they didn't have enough eligible players, right? But Adam Silver's like, "Hey, we can't cancel the game. Uh, get Mike Scott in because he was injured. They had seven. They needed eight to play." Um, so the Nats and Sixers fans were just kind of like, well, why do we have to get one of our injured guys to play? And technically, we're going to be playing down like seven men. Uh, so then that started with Sixers fans. But, you know, everyone else was like, oh, whatever. You know, you're, you're like, that's, that's just you. This doesn't affect us. But then it starts like trickling down like other teams. And then um, like the Washington Wizards, there was a, it, it was like a string for two weeks where every team that played the Washington Wizards got hit with COVID. Like either a player got it, a staff got it. And it was like, there was something going on with DC. This is when the riots were happening too. So, you know, the jokes were flying. Uh, people were making, uh, um, uh, they were saying like, hey, why, why is it that, you know, basically Adam Silver to, to like cut to the chase was he understands that you can't be canceling games, especially primetime. And then there was issues too, where like Kevin Durant, uh, he with, due to contact tracing, it was like a primetime. Oh yeah, camp. I remember that. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So basically it was Kevin Durant tested negative for it because they, they, they're they doing like three tests a day. But Kevin Durant was with a Nets staff member 
who got it inconclusive. But, you know, it's ESPN primetime and it's Kevin Durant. So, you know, it's kind of like your coach that's, uh, what do you have, Ds? It's like, oh, that's fine. Just get out there. So they sent Kevin Durant out there. Uh, but then afterwards, you know, they started, it's like, oh, this guy might have a positive. So they ended up having to pull Durant um, mid-game to play sa- play it safe. But then it he turns out. Tweeting, was, right? Yeah, but the, the whole point of it was Adam Silver, you know, comes out and he's like, oh, for the betterment of the league and for the health and safety of the players, kind of telling, you know, kind of like pissing on the leg and saying it's a uh, rain. Uh, Cause everyone was like, just be honest. Like you want Durant, like well, we want Durant too. That's why you thought you thought it was safe. So you let him play. Um, and then now to kind of make up for it, they didn't let Durant play for like the next three games. So <laughs> just a lot of stuff like that, but I kind of get it. Cause when you, when you do the bubble, when you kind of set the bar up that high for yeah. yourself, <laughs> every yeah. sports league, like the NFL, they had their issues. You know, we didn't really like, we understood uh, the NCAA, they had their issues. We understood. It's kind of just, you know, the NBA, they did, uh, they did like the hyperbolic chamber. And then now that they're is executed doing- per- perfectly too. Yeah. yeah it's, it's kind of, uh, it's hard. And then it just doesn't help too that Adam Silver is just not honest. Like David Stern's kind of a, he's a little bit of an asshole, but at least David Stern, like if he vetoed a trade, he'd be like, I just don't think it's fair. He won't just be like, <laughs> Oh, for the betterment of the league, you know, like how Adam, like Adam Silver said, just be like, Hey, we need the money. Like you guys trying to get paid. <laughs> so. yeah for real i was about to be like it's a billion dollar league ultimately adam silver he's got to get his money shit yeah but, so everyone everyone understands it but that's kind of like one of the big storylines in the league and he's only doing that for those big primetime games because spurs had you know two just had two weeks off because their whole team basically had COVID or had contact tracing or whatever but they just recently played a game where they called up like two players from the g league to, so they could have enough players to play. So I don't know. They just they just bring in anybody to play these games. But you know, Spurs still grinding. I've been Spurs is like the only team I'm watching. I got league pass for the Spurs beginning of the year. So if I feel like watching a game and they're playing, I'll I'll watch them. But I ain't watch nobody else really. But yeah, I feel that. Yeah, they there was uh for a while too. They were kind of uh they were they had different rules like oh you know you can't go out to places and you can't bring anyone to your hotel room unless they're like immediate family or, or a friend. Um, but you know, people were, uh, players were like, okay, what considers a friend? Cause you know, I got friends in different cities. I'm not trying to get a hall pass from you out of silver to invite my friends over. So uh, just like that. And then now people are complaining that, you know, if Adam really cared about the health and safety, you know, why would we be having an all-star game in, in Atlanta? Uh, so that's like the big, big storyline right there. But Aren't those rules still in place when teams go on the road that they can't leave the hotel or anything like that? Can't have gas. They have to like stay quarantined in that hotel. Yeah, basically it's still all the, all the same. And then uh, they were kind of locking it down for a little bit because you know, all the little outbreaks, but it's tough because it first started. You guys remember in baseball, it was like the Marlins after a win, they just went out and partied. And then that (laughs) Indians, they had to like quarantine in their hotel for a week and a half. That's basically kind of uh, the NBA hasn't had anything that severe, but you had guys going out like here, James Harden in my own backyard in Vegas. He was before the season kind of started. He was out. Uh, um, <laughs> doing things, you know. Yeah. And then it's just like, uh, the, w- what can you do other than, you know, find him and suspend him? But it's, uh, you know, just like the world that we live in right now. Um, who's who's leading the MVP talks? Oh. So it's kind of a, it's kind of like a divide. So let me guess before even, cause I'm so disconnected. <laughs> uh, uh, this is hard. 
Okay, I don't think there's no way. I don't know how good Giannis is doing, but if I were to guess, I'm going to say he's still Giannis, so he's probably doing the same thing he did the last two seasons. Um, so I'm going to say that he's up there, but I don't think um, – then I can give it to him again. Like, come on. They're, they're, they got to, like, dangle a carrot out there and say, hey, do something in the playoffs, then we'll give it to you again. Um, so I'm going to go uh, just because I think people are tired of voting for him. Um, uh, I, don't know, out, I think the voters like it. I feel like they like Giannis. <laughs> they love that man. Oh, Curry. Is it Curry? Oh, uh, not Curry. Curry's, it, uh, Curry. He's like, a, he's like in the mid. He's like in the hunt, but he's not really there. Okay. That's all I got. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll give you a hint. Would that work if you want to keep uh, guessing? Okay. Hint. So, what um, conference or. Okay, so there's one, the two big ones. One's east, one's west. Um, wow. <laughs> uh, the one in the west is kind of a little bit obvious. Uh, he hasn't won an MVP in a long time. LeBron. But you could say, yeah. And then the other one on the east, um, you could McKin- say he's, he's like maybe like he's like not, you know, if you, consi- if you don't consider Giannis like a baby Shaq, you would consider this guy baby like the baby Shaq of the league. Okay, so Embiid. So it wouldn't, yeah. okay, so that makes sense because it wouldn't be any one of the nets because he can't, I mean, there's, there's only one ball. Um, I mean, KD's been playing well. It's just that those guys are kind of just, you know, they're all using yeah. their people. Hold up. Who the hell is calling Embiid baby Shaq? You never heard that? That man I feel ain't, like I've heard that. Shaq ain't never shot a jump shot in his life. Embiid, <laughs> Embiid out here shooting all over the damn place. I feel like Embiid's just in a world of his own. Uh, super skillful. The only thing that's stopping Embiid was just kind of like condition and health. Yeah. But yeah. Those, and, those, Embiid could be the best. That man's a a fucking beast like he's showing it this season already yeah but. i saw sixers are at top of the east still right are they yeah they're, they're yeah they're number one as we're recording this they are about a half a game up on brooklyn what makes them different this year than all the other years where Doc they rivers finish in the top <laughs> five and then you know <laughs> lose in the second or third round Kind of just the, the roster construction. So they got Daryl Morey. They got the mad scientist from the Houston Rockets. And he basically just kind of undid all the issues. It's like, hey, you have Ben Simmons. He's a great – this guy can finish with both hands, extremely ambidextrous, can mm. read the floor. He just can't shoot. Uh, he just And it's just something about him, you know, like mentally he doesn't want to shoot. Um, okay, so what do we do? And then they surrounded him with guys like Al Horford, who also can't shoot. Mm. Now MB doesn't have the proper spacing. That's clogged up. So they got Al Horford. Horford. Um, yeah. So they're they they got um, Seth Curry now on the roster. They got Ooh, Danny. Like yeah. They oh, got a. Okay. Um, <laughs> and then Embiid has just been having an MVP season. Doc Rivers has always been a great regular season coach. We'll see how they you know last in the playoffs. Yeah, it's like the Sixers. That's perfect pairing. Yeah. Well, um, we we first got to get Embiid to stay healthy throughout mm-hmm. because if he's not, then we're never gonna know. We're never going to know. But I don't understand how Ben Simmons can just get away with never shooting the ball. You're a basketball player. Shoot. I don't, I don't understand. Or the coach is just saying, you know, you can't shoot. We'll just have you pass the ball and, and facilitate the offense. You'd never have to shoot. I don't understand that. But if it works, it works. Yeah. I, I don't know. The thing about Ben Simmons is there's just like a mental aspect about him because he does everything else phenomenal. And uh, he's a great defender. Uh, he's a great rebounder. He's a great finisher. 
just doesn't want to shoot. I think that he can make the jump shots. If he, I just think that there's like some mental aspect of it. Like he just doesn't want to get embarrassed or I'm not sure, you know, that's if, Mark, if Mark, if Markel Fultz could fix it, he can fix it. Yeah. Fultz well, fix it? Yeah. 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 He's he just got hurt on Orlando, but he's been, he's been playing uh, really well at, I don't know. I don't know. If I was Jay Cole, I'd take credit. I'd be like, hey, after I shouted him out, <laughs> yeah. just going up after that. Cue the music. <laughs> I'm uh I mean, I'm I'm a physical specimen, and that's the only reason why I can't play basketball is because of the <laughs> aspect. Uh-huh. I completely understand. Um, who would you say would come out of the East if you were to guess right now? Is it still Nets? Yeah, probably. Yeah. I think that I think that the the team that matches up real well with them would be Philly, just because the Nets don't got any, they got DeAndre Jordan. And he's not really that great of a uh, defender. They, they they love dropping back with Jordan, but if you like, if you watch, there's just so many highlights of him getting cooked by just random players. And you know that, that that's not really like on him. It's just that that's the type of personnel he is. But the Nets are fine with it because they're uh, they're thinking, hey, we got a generational offense. Like we got Steve Nash, who basically is like a substitute teacher as a coach. Like think think about that. Their first year coach is Steve Nash, right? With no no coaching experience, no nothing. You give them the keys with Kevin Durant, uh, James Harden, and Kyrie Irving. Yeah, that team's gonna have a lot of freedom, you know, because he's just like, yeah, go for it. Plus, yeah, it's like, hey, I'm not playing defense either. Like I played he's for a cool teacher. Yeah, he's a he's a cool teacher. Steve like, Nash is watching soccer games in the locker room post game <laughs> while the players are coming up with ways to win. <laughs> yeah. Um. So. But their defense has picked up a lot. I just don't think that they have anyone, especially like DeAndre Jordan gets into foul trouble because this season too, they, they're they able to um, supplement Embiid because when Embiid gets out, they they substitute for Dwight Howard, who's almost kind of just, you know, he's like also another bruiser. He'll help get the opposing team into foul trouble still. So it's like, you, you know, DeAndre Jordan, okay, you get two quick fouls on um, guarding Embiid. Now, you know, you get Howard in there. Um, you, you try like, okay, I'm going to force Howard to go to the free throw line every time he goes to the shot. Well, that starts eating up foul. So the Sixers have a, of a, a good roster construction and they're playing well. So, but the Nets just have too much. They just, I just think they have too much firepower. Yeah, I feel like, I feel like shooting always, like shooters always win in the playoffs. Like when it comes to playoffs, <laughs> I feel like that the shooting, unless you're the Rockets, um, like the shooting always beats like the team that has been built to like win inside. Mm-hmm. But maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. Who surprises no, I... in each conference? First, the East, the Knicks. Are they playoff material right now? And where did Julius Randle come from? Oh, he, he's never played this good in his life. <laughs> yeah, for a while when Zion was slumping, people were making jokes saying that, you know, Randle was Zion. But um, the Knicks, I, the one reason that they're doing really well is Tom Thibodeau. Tom Thibodeau's always been a great coach because if you look, the last time the Wolves made the playoffs, <laughs> That's when Tibbs was uh, with their coach. The only issue with Tibbs, though, is like he'll just grind. He's like, uh, you know, when they make jokes about like Amazon workers and never getting any breaks. Yeah, That's he almost killed Jimmy Butler. Yeah, he did. He just grinds these guys to their knees. It was like a two, wow. two weeks into the season, the, the Knicks were running an eight-man lineup like it's the playoffs. So he's running <laughs> a rotation. These guys are playing 38 minutes, but it's working for Julius Randle. Uh, I think the Knicks are a legit playoff team. Um, they they're There's only – four teams that have a positive record in the East right now. Like the rest of the teams. Sounds about are normal. In- yeah. And <laughs> I, I one think- thing I did know, one thing I have noticed this season is that it's pretty, pretty even in both conferences. Like everyone's losing and winning about the same amount. I feel like it's due to, you know, the short turnaround in the off season and 
just all the the COVID protocols and teams missing games. Nobody really is getting into a you know consistent groove with their There's, team. That's that's one I guess one reason why I can say I'm I'm not really paying attention until later because I feel like no matter what happens in regular season, it's not really going to affect the playoffs. So I'm like, okay, I'll just tune in then. Yeah, no, hundred percent. And then one thing too is it's interesting is some people are complaining saying, you know, some places have fans uh, and others don't like Utah has fans and then uh, the Suns have fans. So they're saying that these guys kind of have like, or like, cause the Lakers have a better away record than they do home record. And you know, they're playing like in an empty gym. So if you're kind of getting your ass kicked and there's no one yelling at you, you don't have that second hand, you know, it's like, Oh, I don't want to get blown out by 20 points. You know, I got these people watching me compared to when you're an empty gym, you're just like, I'll, I'll ship this. But then when, you know, the Lakers are on the road, they're go. And we've noticed that a lot where uh, I don't have the splits, but teams that do have fans, they do much better on, on the road. I mean, at home. And then the teams that don't have any, when they're on the road and they're playing in front of other fans, um, they, they do a lot better. So th- that's kind of interesting. It has been like a, a, a weird year for the NBA. Yeah, I can't wait for fans to get back. Oh, my God. I wonder what – I wish they could do the uh, – I guess they can't. It would be just be nice to do the finals, like, some way to, to allow some sort of – maybe – are the Nets doing – no, because New York, they wouldn't allow fans. I think they just started – California is not going to allow fans, so we yeah. might have fanless uh, finals. They might do, like, uh, you know, Adam Silver, going back to the whole scumbag <laughs> – uh he might do he might just do like a bubble you know like a hyperbolic chamber for the finals so you can sell tickets somewhere that is open like texas you know that's what they did for or florida for you know that's what they did with the super bowl they had it in tampa yeah and then mlb they had the world series in texas so they might they might end up doing that just so they can sell tickets but it's funny seeing how teams handle it like did you guys hear miami they have like the COVID sniffing dogs and i was like yeah right yes. that's, like, okay, that's drug dogs i was like i was like you could yeah and then the meme of the guy like checking people in there, like this is how good security is in Miami. He's just like touching people, and he's like, "All right, go through." All right, Old go man, through. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if that works. I just it's weird in Tampa though. It's probably just used to get the black people out because <laughs> it's really a drug. <laughs> it's weird in Tampa that um, that the Super Bowl was like pretty packed. Um, part the part parade was pretty lit, but at this the arena that the raptors play at they don't allow fans right now oh really yeah it's Dang. weird uh For florida can but i'm sure i'm sure you just ship the final story oh, yeah <laughs> canadian <laughs> prime minister is probably like yeah don't don't put no fans in there. <laughs> what y'all doing in florida <laughs> that raptor court uh so out west, the Jazz are first place. I'm surprised you have not mentioned that because I, I really thought you were going to come on here and be surprised because I've been surprised. And I've seen the Jazz oh. jokes flying on Twitter that, like, no one's taking them seriously. I know I'm not. But we're, we're coming up on a year since the Jazz got the league shut down with Rudy Gobert's coronavirus test. And now they're first place in the West right now. They went on, like, a 19-game win streak at one point, I think. But – I don't know. I just can't. I can't take the Jazz seriously, even though you know Donovan Mitchell ate last year in the bubble against Jamal Murray. It was a great series, but you know, I just hear Utah and I hear Jazz, and I'm like, yuck. Why are they nice? Why are they nice this year? Oh well, the thing is, I I totally we got sidetracked when you asked for your surprise in the West, but yeah, the Jazz are a little bit of a surprise. 
in a sense that, I mean, continuity is their best thing. Uh, Mike Conley, who wasn't healthy last year, he looks like the Mike Conley that was on Memphis Grizzlies when he was playing with, you know, Zach Randolph, Zebo, and uh, – How uh, old Marco. is he? Mike Conley? Let me check that for you. Thank you. Also, Mike Conley <laughs> put down in history as the oldest – not oldest, he might go – he might go down in history as the greatest player to never make an NBA All-Star game. Um, wow. Conley who was that third. once – who was that one guy that was six-man six of the year forever? Lou Will. Lou Will? Has he made an All-Star game? No, I don't think Lou Will's made one. Mm. He's washed now. (laughs) Some lemon peppers, man. (laughs) Hey, Jazz, uh, usually because when you think of the Utah Jazz, you think that they'll beat you because of their their defense, but this year their Mm -hmm. offense is nasty. They're they're shooting the most amount of threes out of anyone in the league, and they're also hitting it at a high percentage clip. And the way that they play offense, because they swing the ball so much, it's almost kind of Spurs-esque. It's just exhausting if you're the uh, – no, it, it is kind of Spurs-esque with the – back in the day with like Boris Diaw, the great passing. Hey, I'm just – Oh, I'm just, Boris. I love Boris. Yeah. Boris. <laughs> They'll start the ball with on one corner, and then you're chasing this guy, and he just swings it around constantly, uh, and they'll just find an open three. They got – well, they run lineups where all five guys can pass, dribble, and shoot. Um, they're one of those teams, though, that – I mean – I don't know because when they went against their first like real test in my eyes, which is the Clippers, um, the Clippers just smacked them because they Ooh. they had a team that was athletic enough to chase them and run them off the three point line, uh, and then also Donovan Mitchell I think is a, he's a great player, uh, but I just don't think he's you know that tier yet where you kind of need like that superstar when the play breaks down. There's five seconds left on the shot clock because like can he just get you a, a ridiculous shot? And I don't know a Mitchell Mitchell shows the flashes. I just don't think he's there yet. And then you know, Rudy Gobert is they got all those jokes. They call him like baguette Roy Hibbert. And like they just call him like all those, like the, uh, all those like French names and stuff. But uh, Ru- Rudy's been playing solid too. It's just, I don't know. I just don't think that they have enough. I think that they got too many medium tier guys. They just don't have <laughs> enough of that. Uh, uh, they got enough. They, they're like one, they have enough medium tier guys to get you the regular season wins, but I don't think they have enough of that superstar firepower for, you know, when the playoffs happen. How are yeah. the heat heat doing this year? Are they building off their – I know they completely overperformed last year, but are they building off their success last year? Are they better? Are they the same? Uh, I mean, they took a little bit of a, a regression, but I don't think it's regression as in talent. They just got hit hard with injuries and COVID. Like Jimmy Butler, he had COVID, and he was one of the few guys who got affected by it a lot uh, and in the sense that he ended up losing like 20 pounds. Wow. Uh, and- yeah so when he finally got healthy he had to miss more time just trying to get his conditioning back but you know jimmy butler's an animal like you would have not known that that the guy lost 20 pounds from covid um because he came back but then you had guys you know like tyler hero was gone for a minute uh goran drogic's too was still recovering because you know he really wanted to play in the that finals after getting that lower body injury uh so but the the heat it's funny because they're 17 17 and they're the fifth seed right now for a while (laughs) they're like the 12th seed in the east uh the heat of those teams where you don't want to like yeah they, they might not have the best record right now but you still don't want to face them at all in the playoffs especially because they're gonna, yeah they're gonna they're gonna outwork you i hope they have a rematch with the um bucks that would be entertaining oh yeah I, I don't know if the i don't know if uh Giannis can uh i want that for Giannis though man <laughs> it's like it was weird because early in the season all the headlines were like are the what, what's going on with the miami heat it was they were hurt and the virus. So I didn't understand that, but 
now, like you said, they're fifth seed in the East, 17 and 17. They're on the tear. They're still the same heat. They just had problems early in the season. It's a long season. Uh, how we overreacted about it. in a 72-game um, uh, year this year. I didn't understand that. Plus, it's the Eastern <laughs> Conference. The Heat are in a, a division with, with the Magic and the Hornets. Like, that's not going to be a competitive division. It's always going to be some point that you can win that. It's not like the Lakers and Clippers are in that division. Mm-hmm. Oh, Clippers. Are they going to, like, come out of here? And are the, What are the chances of them, like, you know, sneaking and getting the uh, finals appearance for the West? I haven't seen one damn Clippers game this year. I haven't either. <laughs> I haven't seen a highlight, I don't think. Oh. Uh, the Clippers, they got one of those issues where it's like they just don't show up during the primetime games because, like, recently this weekend there was – some are saying the be- it was the best game of the regular season so far. It was Bucks versus uh, the Clippers. Bucks didn't have Drew Holiday. Uh, Clippers were up, like, five – or they were up by five or six with, like, two, three minutes left. And then at that point, they just kind of just, you know, how the Clippers th- – this iteration of the Clippers where, you know, they, they were up 3-1 and then they blew a lead in three consecutive games to the Denver Nuggets. Um, then they played the Warriors. They were up 20 uh, against them this season. Then they lost that lead. They're up against the Bucks uh, by like six points with two, min- two or three minutes left. They blew that lead. So it's kind of just, you know, Doc Rivers looked like the problem. Like, oh, you couldn't win because of Doc in the, in the clutch. Now it's like you got Ty Lue. Is it still – is it the coach or is it like the identity of this franchise? Is it like Steve Bomberman with the Microsoft fonts? Like you guys just can't close out? Like you guys got to download something? But – I, I like them. That, my only issue, though, is it looks like the Jazz are for sure going to get the first seed. So that means at some point the Lakers and the Clippers, they're going to have to face in the second round. So Let's go. So you're going to get that battle of L.A. Lakers in five. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, I, think if, I think if the Clippers could get the first seed and they don't have to face the Lakers till the conference final or even hopefully just not even play them. But I think if you know they're on a crash course in the second round, I just think that LA just has their number. Well, that's funny because they're both LA. I guess I guess the Lakers have their number. And they're they're doing All Star Weekend all in one night, right? This upcoming oh, weekend. Yeah, in Atlanta. So All Star Saturday. Yeah, they're gonna do like the dunk contest during halftime, I think, and then what the quarter, they're gonna be doing like the three point con- uh, uh, skills challenge intermission during long the- at night. <laughs> yeah. with fans or no fans. I, I have no idea because Atlanta's open. Atlanta, the Hawks had fans, uh, so I'm not sure if Adam. I'm sure they will. You know, Adam Silver's trying to I sell them. Adam Silver. <laughs> you made me hate Adam Silver. I mean, I understand it's just a business decision, but you know what's going to be funny is I'm trying to see the you know what happens after because Atlanta is popping. I don't know if you guys saw all the different flyers. It's like I might even get a plane ticket myself. Now I'm just I'm just messing. With no, you I haven't. I didn't. I didn't. Uh, I'll send it to you guys, but you know it's like. These Parties? guys are Photoshop masters. Yeah, it's just like, oh, it's like we got future back to back with Drake coming in. It's like <laughs> future with Drake. And then the Maybe. other one is like, Drake songs makes an appearance. So I'm like, damn, it's like they got every and you got artists that I uh, I'm sitting there. It's like I didn't even know these people were making appearances anymore. It's like everyone. Well, that just was going. my that was my thought when I saw like 50 Cent in Tampa <laughs> for the Super Bowl. Um, some DJ that's really popular in town. I was like, where are they doing these? These aren't allowed, but they did them, and who cares? <laughs> they were they were fake carrying. The the mayors were fake carrying just for PR because the the bars are so packed here every night that mm-hmm. 
the the concerts that went on the parties that went on during super bowl they only made statements about him because it was a super bowl and like the nation was watching but that shit happens every weekend here yeah. are they partying in vegas yet like, uh no it's not that old. i mean the casinos and everything yeah but the think of the the strip itself is not it's almost kind of like its own sovereign nation to the city of las vegas so they could kind of do uh, uh, a little bit of whatever, but like actually Vegas itself, like North Las Vegas and the city parts of it, it's still kind of like you know, like two two to a table that kind of thing. But if you go to a casino, mm. uh, they're starting to uh, really really open up. So, but that's what everyone comes here for is a casino anyway. So, um, before I let you go, got a quick question. Um, pose this on Twitter, and we're gonna talk about it after um after you get off because we gotta pick a winner. Um. The question was, you have to pick three players. I might make it two because three I learned is just too easy. You have to pick um, three players from any team, not the Lakers or the Nets. You have to pair them on one team. Um, who cares if they're East or West? You have to pair them on one team and just pretend they're surrounded by like role players. But you got to pair three players in the NBA. They have to guarantee you a finals victory this year. Who would you pick? Okay, not from the Lakers or Nets. Right. Okay, Kawhi. Um, you got to you got to get that two way closer right there. Oh, yeah. That takes it care of it. Um, in the finals and win, got to get Embiid because then at that point, there's only just a few guys you can stop that. And just just, just saying of uh uh, um since this is our uh, making it up, Chris Paul. Just because hey, if it's our fantasy, <laughs> I don't think I'd at least make it. To you just want line. Chris Paul. You just want Chris Paul to get a ring. Chris Paul a dog I don't I don't hate you for it dude I, I love Chris Paul man if he's just it's like he's just always one hamstring away from making it to an NBA final it's like uh, Chris Paul he's like always that guy that in the rec league that was like oh man if my knees held up man. I would have been one but it's like man if my hamstrings held up I yeah I would have <laughs> been an NBA final and it's true I, Chris Paul's Chris Paul's phenomenal all right, bro. Thanks for coming on. Any hot takes you, you got to leave us with? Um, any Anything you're looking forward to in the NBA this season that we haven't touched on? Uh, no really hot takes. I just want to say uh, thank you guys uh, for inviting me, taking the time. Uh, it's fun uh, yeah. you know, breeze with that. Yes, yeah, sir. Appreciate you coming on. Yeah, thanks for coming on, man. Have a good night. What is it like? Oh, it's only like 5 o'clock there? 5.50? Yeah, it's only like 5, yeah. Enjoy Prepare your for... afternoon. Yeah, hit the right. casino. Okay. <laughs> oh, well, uh, shipping for you guys. Peace. See ya. Take care. Well, call me Drake. Imagine we sit here for the entire duration. <laughs> <laughs> gotta shout out his uh, Instagram. All right. Thank you, Josh, for coming on. If you want to check out Josh's um, Instagram, his podcast Instagram, it is at the BNB pod. T-H-E-B-N-B pod. All right. So we have to talk the like the so the game or the question I brought up to him in the uh, chat we had with the name three players in the NBA, not on the Lakers or Nets that would be in the NBA finals this year. Um, he gave a great answer. I'm going to check on y'all's answer because we I said on Twitter that we would give away a where is it? Dun and Drew Koozie. Mm, I know you got a box of them. I have some over here. We would give away a Dun and Drew Koozie to someone, to the person that gave the best answer to this question. 
Let me find where I tweeted it. Here we go. You, you got a winner? We will pick a winner now. Oh. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Christ. Just a little water choke. All right, here we go. All right, the question is, to refresh your memory, pair three players in the NBA not on the Lakers or Nets that would absolutely win the NBA Finals this year. First answer. So when I get to when I get to one that beats one that I've already named, that's the only players you have to remember. Kawhi, Embiid, and Curry. Was that Darian? No, some guy named Noah. Westbrook, Bradley Beal, and Porzingis. Absolutely not. That's a very interesting <laughs> pairing. Um, so we still have Kawhi, Embiid, and Curry winning. Steph, Giannis, and Kawhi. So the only difference between Kawhi, Embiid, and Curry in this one is Giannis for Embiid. I which one do which one are we going with there? Embiid, right Embiid now. or Giannis? Embiid because he can shoot. Embiid right now, just okay. Right now, I agree. So we still got Kawhi, Embiid, Curry, Jokic, Kawhi, and Curry. That's a good one. That's tough. Ah, uh, this is from Stove. <sighs> Jokic, I like Jokic. Fuck, that means a triple double fat fuck. No, I got to take Ooh, it still. Okay. Sorry. Sorry. Tyler Grillmaster McWilliams says Curry and Bead and Beal. Car? Oh. No. Car, Derek Carr. No? <laughs> uh, Z says Steph, Jokic, and Embiid. It's too many big men. Justin Time says Luca, Embiid, and and Giannis. Sheesh. What were we thinking there? Luke Embiid and Giannis. Can you imagine? How how are Embiid and Giannis going to be on that floor together? All right. That's all I need to hear. <laughs> Curry, Beal. A lot of Beals. Curry, Beal, and Jokic. That's because he's leading the NBA in scoring. Shit. Curry, Beal, Jokic. I can't. Bench Kawhi for Bradley. Right, Hill. I agree. <laughs> Curry, Tatum, Jason <laughs> Tatum, and Kawhi. Absolutely not. Where's your center? <laughs> <laughs> Curry, Kawhi, and Giannis. Oh, that's a new one. And we do that already. No, comparing that to MB. have we done Kawhi, Curry, Kawhi, and Giannis? Oh, yeah, we did. That's nice though. Jeez. But we, we said Embiid better yeah, than yeah, us. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Kwai, Curry, Jokic. Hmm. No, Embiid. No, someone's got to beat Embiid. <laughs> um, Curry, Kwai, Curry, Jokic, Giannis. Um, Curry, Kawhi, Embiid. <laughs> Somebody said Zabonis, Levine, and Gobert. <laughs> um, Curry, Beal, Giannis. Giannis Curry Jokic, 
Bam Butler Brown. Brown okay. who? Jalen? <laughs> Probably Jalen. Thanks. Luka Jokic Giannis. Oh, you lost me at, at Giannis. <laughs> you had me and you lost me. Bro, what if it was what if it was Luka, Kawhi and Jokic? Bro, Luka is I was about to say a shorter Jokic, but they're the same damn height almost. Luka, a tall ass point guard. Giannis Curry Luka. I don't like Giannis. I'm not taking Giannis to win a finals. All right, shit. Jokic, Dame, Giannis. Oh, wait, you don't want Giannis. Luka, Jokic, Curry. Who's who's our benchmark right now? I forget. I mean, I I can't really replace Embiid right now, but... It's hard to replace Kawhi too because he's oh so it's Curry Kawhi and Embiid right now Kawhi's offense and defense and he's and he's clutch so hard pressed to find me a replacement for Kawhi and Embiid Curry's well, hit or miss let's finish let's finish out then um, Sabonis Levine <laughs> and Gobert. <laughs> Bruce Brown, <laughs> Bruce Brown, Kyle Guy, and Drummond. Okay. Trolls. <laughs> Lillard, Kawhi, Jokic. Mm, it's tasty. So it's, it's, that's pretty good, right? It is. This is from Will Palandino. Does that beat your Curry, Kawhi, and Bede? It doesn't. Curry's <laughs> just the Curry, the best shooter in the game, boy. Steph, Kawhi, and B. Oh, same thing. Steph, Yon- you don't want that one. And Bede Simmons Harris. <laughs> Six Simmons. <laughs> Colin? Uh, you? Um, Luka Tatum Jokic. Is Tatum going off this year? What's going on? No, he's. I guess he is, but Celtics are average right now. Taco Vol. Nobody's. Nobody. Taco <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, I'm not done. Taco Vol, Boban Marjanovic, <laughs> and Jared Dudley. <laughs> Uh, thanks, Nigel. Uh, Nigel, get a, Curry, get, a koozie, get a koozie for the laughs. Curry, Lillard, and Giannis. That's a weird pairing. It is. Um, Nobody said Booker. Oh, Jinx. Jokic, Lillard, Booker. Oh, I wasn't expecting that. Bam, Butler, Dragic, Luka, Dame, Jokic. DeMar DeRozan. Oh, I almost said no DeRozan. (laughs) DeJounte and Popovich. (laughs) (laughs) Popovich taking it up the court. Um, Pirtle. Yeah, Pirtle. Was that Brian? I think we have a winner. Paul Ayton. I don't even know who Paul or Ayton. Oh, Chris Paul. Come on, bro. Oh, this is a Suns team. Giannis, Booker, Levine. These people are really reaching. Curry, Kawhi, and Bede is the winner, buddy. Okay. So, congrats to the first person that said Curry, Kawhi, and Bede. Noah, that's Ter- Termina Court. You win a Dun and Drew koozie Co- with Kawhi and Bede and Curry. And it's funny because you were the first reply. 
Hey, you put those three guys up against the Lakers or the Nets, they win it's in the series. Over. You th- so they're beating the Nets 100%. Oh, yeah. Yeah. For sure. Okay, now I'm I'm nice and refreshed now on the NBA season. Me too. I can't like wait it. to to fully utilize my NBA league pass for just oh. the Spurs. <laughs> All right, let's talk some NFL. In honor of draft season, we, me and Eric, Dunn and Drew, are going to review one of the worst draft classes in NFL history, the 2013 NFL draft. Mm. Eric, you're going to be blown away by these results. In the first pick of the 2013 NFL draft, not a bad one. Kansas City Chiefs took Eric Fisher. Pro Bowler, one of the reasons they didn't win the Super Bowl this year. Solid pick. What an eye. What an eye. They could have, you know, people were flip-flopping Fisher and Jokel. The Jacksonville Jaguars picked at number two, Luke Jokel. Offensive tackle. Did not last long on the team. I think he lasted this first um, contract, and then he went to another team and then phased out of the league. Is this one of those drafts where we could have had somebody like decent? You say that, but I'm not too upset by <laughs> who went after us. Dolphins, after that, picked Deion Jordan. If you remember him at Oregon, freak. I do. He played he played like outside rush linebacker, but he could like cover the slot receiver. He was a freak at Oregon, but wasn't great. Wasn't great in, in the NFL. It's tough. Philadelphia Eagles picked Lane Johnson. Good pick. He's Pro Bowl offensive lineman. God, why why do I recognize all these linemen? I'm usually not this astute. Right. Detroit Lions. Here's another lineman for you. Ezekiel Ansa. <laughs> I'm joking. He made a Pro Bowl. Um, he went to BYU. He, I remember coming out. He, uh, he was just an athletic freak, um, but not in the league anymore. I think he played with Seattle for a minute. Um, the Cleveland Browns went after that. They took Barcavius Mingo, if you remember from LSU. I don't. Not big impact in the league. Um, Cardinals picked Jonathan Cooper, a guard. <sighs> I, I see why this draft is not right. These are top ten picks, everyone. Um, St. Louis Rams, they picked Tavon Austin. He was a he was machine. a monster in college. West at, Virginia, buddy. At, at West Virginia, he just was insane. Geno Smith. I don't know why he wasn't like a Tyreek Hill type in the NFL. Don't know. Coaching uh, schemes. New York Jets picked D. Milliner. Eh, okay, I guess. Just not. Alabama corner. He's nice in college, but just of course <laughs> he was supposed to. He was supposed to be like the Darrell Revis replacement, but did not pan out. How are you so familiar with these players? Yes, I'm nice. This was like this was. I you was were big. you were a Madden god. Yes, yeah. Like <laughs> like I remember the Jonathan Cooper. I remember having him on my Madden teams a lot. Um, here's another one: Tennessee Titans. They picked Chance Warmack from Alabama. These, hey, how about this? Three Alabama players picked back-to-back-to-back. Tennessee Titans picked Chance Warmack. Meh. San Diego Chargers followed that one. DJ Fluker, offensive tackle from Bama. Meh. Raiders, after that, DJ Hayden. Oh, I know him. We have him now. I think he's still on the Jaguars. Anyway, he was was supposed to be a really nice um, corner. Mm, Did not live up to the hype. New York Jets, Sheldon Richardson. Here's a good pick, finally. 
Um, Lyman, right? Yeah, defensive tackle from Mizzou. Yeah. Panthers, after that one, star Lutulelele. I'm surprised he didn't make a pro Still ball. in the league, right? I think he's serviceable, but he was like he, – he went to Utah. He was – he was pretty good, really good in college. Um, people were even talking about the Jaguars picking him at two. He fell to 14. The Panthers didn't do much. Kenny Vaccaro, I remember he was flashy in, at Texas. Safety, the Saints picked him. Yeah, you know, all these are. And here, <laughs> here's a typical Buffalo Bills pick at 16. EJ Manuel, remember him? Hey, I do, I do. EJ Manuel from Florida State and trash. Absolutely I don't garbage. Rec- I don't recall him going to FSU, but I do remember the name. The Steelers followed that up with Jarvis Jones from Georgia. Do you remember him? Jarvis Jones. Stand-up, mm-hmm. outside linebacker, long dreads. It's okay if you don't. Maybe. Niners, Eric Reed, safety from LSU. Know his name. Yeah. But only because of the Chiefs, not because of college. Andy Reid. Eric Reid. That's who you said, right? Yeah. Was he not on the Chiefs at one point? Mm, you, I think you're thinking of Eric Berry. Yeah, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> New York Giants, Justin Pugh. Who? Right. Chicago Bears, Kyle Long. I'm familiar. Guard from Oregon. Then the Bengals took Tyler Eifert, tight end from the Ah, uh, yes. Fuck him. He was good for a couple seasons. Falcons picked Desmond Trufant. Good corner. Yep, still know him. Vikings picked Sharif this, Floyd. I never seen a draft with this many defensive players. Do you Sharif Floyd, defensive tackle, Florida? Does that ring a bell? No. How about Bjorn Werner from FSU? Defensive end. Colts picked him at 24. With a name like Bjorn, it's kind of hard not to. And probably the the best pick so far that we've got to the Vikings at 25 picked Xavier Rhodes corner for Florida state. He was a really good corner for about five years. Really good. Packers. Yeah, after he had that, his years. He had his years. Packers after that. He was at one point people argued him, him being the best, but Jalen was also in the league. Um, Green Bay Packers at 26 picked Dante Jones. No, and then the best pick in the first round this year, the Houston Texans at 27. You want to guess? Watt. Watt was 2011. 2013. Best no. pick. Hopkins. Yep. DeAndre Hopkins from Clemson. Don't know how he fell this far, but... The Houston Texans got him. Imagine, of all the shitty players that we've named, all those teams did passed on uh, DeAndre Hopkins. I don't remember the Clemson team in 2013, so they must have not have been like the Deshaun Watson squad when he came out of the draft. What were they, Other, the Taj Boyd? Otherwise, he wouldn't have fell that far because that man's a fucking animal. <laughs> um, imagine, going, imagine going to this draft. <laughs> Guard, D tackle. First two picks were offensive line. Justin Pugh, the first quarterback, the only quarterback to be picked in the first round is EJ Manuel. <laughs> we almost had a a draft in a first round with without a quarterback picked. 
if, if the Bills didn't pick EJ fucking Manuel. I'm curious to see who the next quarterback picked was. Anyway, let's let's finish this out. Broncos took Sylvester Williams, who exactly yes. defensive tackle. Ooh. Vikings, Cordell Patterson. I know him. Okay. Receiver. Rams picked Alec Ogletree. Yeah, receiver and return specialist for sure. I think he still has like the longest play in NFL history because he took like a 99-yard kickoff return for a touchdown. The Rams picked Alec Ogletree from Georgia. Dallas Cowboys, here's a great pick. Dallas Cowboys traded up and took Travis Frederick, outstanding center out of Wisconsin. He, that's how they, they built that awesome offensive line. Um, and the Ravens took Matt Elam. I think he got in trouble a lot at Florida. Um, I, he definitely didn't pan out. But Let me see the next quarterback taken. Geno Smith. Geno, my boy. Second round by the <laughs> Jets. It's because Tavon Austin. And then Tavon Austin and uh, Bailey. Stedman Bailey. God, you're nice. Fuck. I am nice. Why you went why you went to West Virginia? <laughs> and then the next quarterback after that, goodness. Mike Glennon. What a shitty oh draft. My. End it. Fuck. My God. Matt Barkley? Bro. No stars came out of this shit. No <laughs> star quarterback. Ryan Nassib. Tyler Wilson. Like what? Landry Jones? This is the worst Landry draft. Landry Jones. This is the worst draft in, in NFL history. You know it's who's you know who's coming out of this draft that's gonna be like him? Landry Jones? Mac Jones. Okay. That's my mom saying. Oh. Okay. Oh, Micah Hyde. Here's a pro board. Micah Hyde was taken in round five. Where'd he go? To the Packers originally. And then round six, the Raiders took Latavius Murray. That's another Pro Bowler. Rex Burkhead was taken by the Bengals in round six. And Bengals fucked name. up there. Right? Patriots will take any fucking person. <laughs> wow. This is so this is just so fascinating. Oh, Jordan Poyer. Taken by the Eagles in round seven. Oregon State. Eagles. Twenty thirteen. Oh, this was this was like Vine's beginning. Undrafted free agents that made Pro Bowls. Adam Thielen, Jack Doyle, A.J. Boye, C.J. Anderson, Tress Way, and Brendan Trowick. Never heard of that game, but apparently he's a safety that made a Pro Bowl. You just never know when you're drafted in the NFL what these guys are going to be unless you're Trevor Lawrence. But, oh, don't know how I missed this, but Travis Kelsey was picked in the third round. Le'Veon Bell in the second. Tyron Matthew in the third. How are the, are the Chiefs just nice? They're nice at this. Eric Fisher and Travis Kelsey. In that whole draft, they got two fucking studs. Worked out for nobody else. Who did we did, did we have a pick in the second round? I'm trying to see who we Jonathan took. Cyprian. FIU. I, I convinced myself that he was the next ball hawk, Troy Palomalo. I think you would do that with anybody that slides. I'll do it this year. All right, rants, raves, and reviews. What you got for a rant? You got a rant? You okay? I'm not. I've been oh, ranting in a motherfucking while. I'm growing impatient because my commercial has not hit air yet. They What's told commercial? me. Old they Spice? told me. 
See, it's been so long, nobody even remembers what the fucking client was. State Farm? See? Fuck. They said January Papa or February. Murphy's? Bitch, it's March. It's March. It's slim fast, you fuck. Slim fast. But here I am. I'll just keep waiting. Just keep waiting. I want to post my... I, I've posted the behind the scenes on my other Instagram account, but I want to post the behind the scenes clip I have with the actual commercial. I can't do it because they're, they're dragging their feet. But when it drops, I'll be happy. You know who's also dra- dragging their feet? That fucking reality show that we did an audition for. Yeah, but at least I followed up with them and they said, yeah, no, no update. They could have been bullshitting me. Was that interview a scam? I don't think it was a scam. I just, you know, those kinds of shows fall through frequently because there's just so many that get, you know, thought of. So sometimes you just got to get lucky and we weren't. Imagine we get called October. Hey, show's ready. (laughs) (laughs) We're undefeated in the NFL making vlogs. (laughs) (laughs) Eight, eight, no. We get a call from them. What are we doing? <laughs> I ain't going. I ain't going. Eight, no. Eight, no. I got to see my boy Trevor. Um, On the other flip side, Raves, I booked my first modeling shoot of 2021. Um, I talked to my agent. She says that the big and tall industry is going really slow right now. And she well, said it feels like I'm getting smaller by the day. Meaning that she's my waist, eat? yeah, she's saying my waist is getting smaller. I'm getting kind of nervous because uh, I told her like it's all good. If if I fall out of the criteria for a big it's all model, I can just do lifestyle stuff, literally anything else. I don't need to be a fucking big and tall model. I don't want to be a fat fuck. I should have said that. <laughs> you're you're tall. You're not big. I'm here because yeah, I'm tall, not because I'm big. Yeah big like they have some big ass models like i was just on the cusp of the lower end of the waist size like that shit goes up to the 50s and shit um but the problem is like for these bookings you literally have to check every box that the client wants so your height your skin tone your your sizes all over your body so i'm not really sure how i'm gonna keep growing in this modeling industry when i'm so subjected to these requirements i'm six foot five Broad as Jacked fuck. as fuck. My waist size and pant length is like 36, 34. Ain't nobody 36, Sheesh. 34. But You're I think just I just a fucking chiseled. Monster. I'm only chiseled at the top. I cannot get rid of that little uh, muffin right at the waistband. What is it? What is it? Like, what's the deal? Like, what are you supposed to do for that? I don't know. But, like, I don't have a you fucking. Belly. You work out. You grind more than anyone. I'm shaped like this. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Why you got a trunk? Like I have like my midsection is, you know, thin. It's like pushed in. Like I have a six pack there. But then there's like fat right below it around the waist. It's like what the fuck? Be consistent with that, with all of it? I don't understand. But whatever. I think I just got to secure that one bag. Like you just got to have that one that takes off for the rest of your life. We're talking about so, back. Screw that one bag for a big shoot. Oh, okay. Commercial might be it. Big update in my life came today. This is definitely life changing. I moved to Tampa a year and a half 
ago and I moved out here for a job opportunity, still in the new the news business, the local news business where I worked in Jacksonville. Um, but it was better pay and um, I wanted to try a new location. Um, so I moved out here, um, love the area. Beaches are amazing out here. Um, but it's time to move back to Jacksonville for a plethora of reasons closer to family, closer to friends, closer to the Jaguars. Um, and I, there's a job that I'm interested in that I would have weekends off. So, um, the job offered me, um, the company offered me a job last year, but I'd only been at this new company, this new station in Tampa for six months. So I was like, I can't leave them high and dry already. Um, and I just bought a house. So I was like, no, I can't just leave the house. Um, but now I'm about a year and a half or I'm a year into the house, year and a half into the job. Um, and I have recently been, you know, itching to move back. Um, just so happens that the company reached out to me again and said, Hey, we still have that position if you're interested. And I'm like, you know, I actually am interested now. Hmm. And I told them, yes. I told them, unfortunately, I have this contract that I, I can't break or else I have to pay the fine. And they're like, we want you. So we'll pay that fine. So that fine means um, if I were to leave um, the company the first day that I signed the contract, it would be 10% of um, the total, let's say even number, let's say I made 50000 10%, I'd have to pay $5,000 if I quit that company the first day, the news station, news stations like doing contracts. I don't know why. Um, well, <laughs> I get it for talent, but for like person like me, what, why? But besides the point they did, I signed it. Um, but yes, I would have had to pay if I, you know, for this figure, 50,000, if I left the first day, I would have had to pay 5,000, but it goes down a percentage every month that you work with the company. And right now what I'm at is I'd have to pay, um, if we're saying I made 50000 I'd have to pay, like, if I left now, like $1,000. Um, and the company said, we'll pay that for you. And we had a phone call today. I went on a lunch break, and it was very good. And they sent me an email with the figures how much I would make and what they have in store for me. We talked about what my job duties would be and I am in love. So I will be moving back to Jacksonville if I can grow the balls to tell my manager tomorrow. <laughs> I am absolutely terrified. Why? Because I don't like confrontation. I don't like yeah, we, Bro, we talked you, about this you, earlier. You already said, hey, to this new job, hey, I'm coming. Love yeah, I it. did. No, I did. So I have to. I have right. to do this tomorrow, but I'm terrified. It's got to be like the first thing I do in the morning. Oh, my God. Your manager is going to be fine. There's probably a million other people lined up ready to get hired right now. They will be chilling. Okay. So I so anyway, guys. I'm, I'm by mid May. I will probably be living 
back in Jacksonville. Maybe Eric will visit me. Yeah, any thoughts? Um, yes. I'm happy for you. Happy you're coming back to Jack's like I live there. Um, <laughs> back to Jack's. You know, in you will, your, we, in, we will in, have gone in, this whole time. Without me visiting. Without you fucking visiting. That's incredible because there's so many fun things we could have done here. Well, I don't know. What, I don't know what to tell you. Been a been a year in a panty. <laughs> <laughs> Panoramic. Were you there in 2019? Yes, August of 2019. Well, I, yikes! I traveled all that fall. <laughs> yeah, you did. And I, I made fun of you. I was like, well, I didn't make fun of you. I made fun of myself. Like, wow, he's traveling literally everywhere but here. <laughs> no regrets. See you in Jack's. Um, <laughs> I, um, I feel for you, though, with the whole, you know, trying to find a new place. That I'm sure that's the most stressful Not part. Not only that, yeah, finding a new place. But this place, I, I have sentimental value here. Um, and I have to now become someone who rents out their place and I've never done that before. And it's like, need resources. It's crazy. I mean, I'm going to work with a real estate like gurus, so they're going to help me, but Ooh, guru. it's uh, definitely a lot on my plate. Oh yes, for sure. This is uh adulting at its peak, if I may say. Speaking of adulting, I got another rave. I am opening a Roth IRA that I can't touch until I'm 59 and a half. But when I am 59, and I know you have one too, when we're 59 and a half, we talked a lot about the guys. If you want some like finance talk, some like finance literacy talk, um, listen to our last Patreon episode. Um, It'll probably really inspire you to like, especially if you're like our age or younger, um, to start one of these things and start investing because like now I'm completely looking forward to retirement. I was like Mm. dreading getting old, but knowing that if we put a certain amount into this Roth IRA every month, by the time we're 59 and a half, we're going to have like a million, maybe $2 million sitting there waiting for us. Like, are we like gonna, cause we're going to turn 59 and a half the same year. Do you want to plan now like a vacation once we hit that to go to like, cause we'll have like millions sitting there. This man talking like he deposited. You have, man, how much have you even deposited that bit? Open your shit up. (laughs) Open your shit up. Just keep depositing. We'll talk about that when the time comes. Shit. We have fucking three decades. (laughs) (laughs) That's what's hard. Like you open one of these and yeah, you can't touch it. Yeah, you can, but you know, like you just gotta keep putting money into it. Life expectancy is supposedly 72, so we're going to make it unless, you know, tragedy happens. So we're saving. It it would be tragedy if we died before then. So we're saving all this money. um, Expecting to. But like I said, this is this is retirement account. There's other ways to save money that you can take out sooner. Right. But I'm, I'm talking like this is like the ultimate. I just I'm just envisioning myself re, like being 59 years old and like saying, oh, my God, in six months, I have this two million dollar pot here that <laughs> I haven't touched in 32 years, however long. 
And it's like, I'm going to be blown away. I'm going to be a, do whatever the fuck I want. But I just realized today that that's like all of, that's going to be all of our retirement money. So we have to live on that for the next like 20 years. If that's your only retirement account. Yeah. Cause How we much? know, we know social security ain't going to be around by then. True. That thing's going bankrupt. So let's say we live 20 years. So we, let's say we live to, so we live to like 90, but medicine's going to be so much better then. let's say we do live to like a hundred. So that's, 40 more years that this two million dollars is supposed to last you can't live 40. off two mil so you don't 50, have to have a lavish lifestyle in retirement yeah so I'm, I'm just doing the math that's 50 grand a year for an old person who doesn't like party and stuff well we'll party but maybe we should move to villages we yeah we're not we're not gonna be in uh you think we'll be at the bars ordering I hope so. Six, pina coladas? $16 cocktails. I hope we're in Key West ordering pina coladas with our feet up on the beach. That sounds amazing. And, and when you think about it, between now and retirement, you got to think that we'll make and be able to keep Ooh, true. A, million, a million before retirement. So our like bank accounts will be accumulating anyway. Yeah, I feel like I'll be a millionaire before that. The grind. My never step, stops. my step bro, who's into finance, got Those me this lights one. Are. Saving for retirement by Ben Carlson. Nice chart. Is that with ages and then the numbers and shit? It's the money. Oh. So I'm looking forward to reading this bad boy. It's just so you need, hard to you need anymore. Save. I got a stack. <laughs> it's I know. It's so hard just to save for something that's so far away. Like it's an extra car payment a month for something that you won't see for 30 something years. But if you do it right, you won't be like these older people that are struggling to get by. You'll be you'll And too- just and just what you said that it's a car payment. Technically should be paying cash for your cars. There are used cheap cars out there. Yeah, but but I ain't gonna car. I ain't gonna car shame nobody. But you know, there's ways around your current debt. Is all I'm saying. One stop shop retirement fund. I just, ugh, I just, I, I want to be. But yeah, somebody somebody did reply to the um, Patreon clip of our investment talk saying, "But what if I don't make it that long and." But I, I want to spend it all now because tomorrow's not promised. Yeah, well, what if it is? <laughs> what if the next 40 years are promised? You're going to have no retirement money? You have to prepare for the unknown. That's why people are struggling now in the pandemic. They weren't prepared. They, we've had years of no pandemic, and people have had no stash of savings. People aren't financially literate. So pandemic comes. And everyone's fucked because they have no, you know, savings, no, no extra account with money put away. And it's no fault of their own. They just didn't learn it. So we here at Dunn and Drew are telling you guys our age, younger, you need to be, you know, starting saving some money. Because when disaster strikes, 
What are you going to lean on? Who are you going to call? Don and Drew. There's a stat. It's like 40, 40% of Americans could not pay for like a $300 emergency bill. 300 Yeah. $300 emergency bill. Because people just don't have savings. There's a lot we're, of factors. We're, uh, there is, but we're, it's, we're a consumer society because that's what our country wants us to be. So Yeah, I'm proud to say that I've had the same iPhone for about three years. People get people get trapped in what the government wants us to be. And I finally broke the shackles. Shackles. I was I was chained. Why you was why you Django? I do I was chained in American chained. <laughs> His name was Django. He had a horse. It is very freeing. On the countryside. I probably still, the words up. still my biggest accomplishment to this day. Getting out of debt? Credit card debt, specifically. Student loans, I will always reiterate, I don't give a shit. They can take Yeah, don't pay those. Time. Don't pay those unless you have to and, and only pay the minimum. They're just like the talk about canceling those <laughs> is uh, really is really gearing up. So let's, plus, let's hope for that. Plus, there's no interest right now. So literally, you're not losing any money by just paying the minimums on that because there's no interest. No interest accumulating on that shit. So if your phone, the retirement accounts, if you, if I told you, you got a notification on your phone right now, what would you guess it would be? Discord. Okay. That's it. Especially at 10 PM, it would be discord. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I got a review, Michael Jordan. Um, so I know the 2311 racing team that Michael Jordan started. I know his social team getting tired of posting hyping up Bubba Wallace every week for him to finish 25th every time. <laughs> Jordan literally told Bubba, hey, no more of that middle of the pack shit. And the man's finished 17th, 26th, and 22nd. <laughs> Michael Jordan about to get in the car himself. <laughs> Move over, nigga. <laughs> I, I oh I, 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 I was randomly reading Twitter and I see the race team come up on my feed and they're talking about tune in tomorrow morning 8 a.m. where we reveal the um, Columbia sponsor for Las Vegas race and I had a joke that said DoorDash Door sponsor said we out of here <laughs> DoorDash said y'all ain't dashing bit we out of here now they got a whole new sponsor for the next race oh Columbia God. Columbia Sportswear great brand by the way but DoorDash is no longer they might come back, but they're not sponsoring the next race. So that's I thought that was funny. DoorDash said, Yeah, we out of here. <laughs> nigga nigga ain't winning. Oh shit. <laughs> Weezy out of here. Um here's a good question I saw on Reddit today. For five minutes you get transported thirty years into the future. Why well, I'm dipping you, into my Roth. <laughs> you said <laughs> You're not going to be old enough. 58. You're going to be so close. Um, you sit in front of a computer. What information would you look up? In 30 years? Who knows? It's funny that they say you sit in front of a computer. Like People will still be doing that. I'm sure we will be. Don't say that. In 30 years, you have no clue. 30 years ago, computers didn't exist. We'll have an advanced form. Well, it'll be in our glasses. 
Yeah, or they'll be like that <laughs> thing where you like pull up and you're like, whew, whew. that'll be interesting. I don't know, what will I look up? What will I look up? I'll see what celebrities died. All of them. Yeah, Morgan Freeman out. Damn. Betty White out. Freeman dead. Uh, Trump LeBron dead. James no. Biden dead. Biden dead. Trump dead. Bernie dead. Bernie. Maybe not. Bernie. I feel like Bernie could live to <laughs> one fifty. That's why I feel about Trump though. He's got be grinding. fucking motor. Um. um maybe I would. I would look up if we went to. I would look up to see if we got to like Mars. Further planets. Maybe we hit Neptune or something. So some science stuff. Mm. New porn. See what porn looking like these Ooh, days. Yeah, VR porn. <laughs> VR porn. I'd see if Daddy Dunn bust still out there. <laughs> would you look up to see? I'd probably look up the list of presidents. You know, see who has been president in the. I'd I'd look to see if America was still here. That's probably the first mm. thing I would do. I would type in United States of America, and I'd go to Wiki. Oh yes, if, I would. I would need. To, I would look up wars. You type in war. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what if it said United States of America, 1772 to 2028? <laughs> Who ganging up on us? <laughs> Ourselves. Literally. Oh, true. That was deep, wasn't war. it? Yeah, it was. Fuck. Deep in me. Um, Would you- Civil War. I look up Civil War. Race War. Black Lives World Matter. War Three. <laughs> 30 years. We definitely getting into another war. For sure. Um. Oh, easy. Yeah, easy. Um. Would you look up to see if you were still alive? Oh. No, probably not. I would not either. There's no. I do. I would. I I would. I would hope I couldn't find it. If I did. Why? Yeah. I mean, I would say you just go to your social networks, but there's no way Twitter and Facebook will still be around. Facebook. I don't know. That's hard. I guess I would go to Facebook.com and just see if it was still there. Yeah, I feel like Twitter is an app that will be easily replaced with something better down the road. I would go to Facebook.com and hope that it doesn't load. (laughs) And Twitter, too. Please don't load. Please don't load. Please tell me there's something better. I feel like YouTube would still be around. I don't know what. YouTube has no competition. None. Was it Vimeo? The Vimeo. No, it's it's literally the only platform where creators can upload upload long form video. Yep. TVs, movies, documentaries. Where else are you doing it? You have you literally would have to get a deal with Netflix or another streaming service, and YouTube okay. is just way way better for. Well, not well, it's not really. If you're business minded and can negotiate, then yeah, if you can get your shit on Netflix, HBO Max, kudos to you. But would, YouTube's away. Would you look up to see if how the Jaguar, if the Jaguars won any or the Spurs won any championships the in, the, in the last thirty? Would you look up to see how the Urban Meyer? If I had five minutes, I don't think I'd be giving a fuck about <laughs> sports. I don't. I, I I definitely would not want to spoil that. Shot Khan would be dead. Isn't that crazy? We wouldn't. How old is he? It's got to be like seventy. If he's I mean, seventy, he he look good. He does no gray <laughs> hair at all. Well, he's a billionaire, so he could fix that. Now I'm interested. Shod. 
Okay. Let me guess. Seventy-eight. Seventy. Fuck. I was closer when I said seventy. It'd be a hundred. He's toast. <laughs> he won't even be the owner no more in thirty years. Who who buying them? Tony. Tony. Um. Yeah, that's what I'd look up. Uh, have you taken an Enneagram personality test before? Not until you told me to. Or not until I saw this. Did you take it? Yes. What did you get? Seven. Whatever that means. So did I. Well, Maybe that's why we're best I friends. Could have guessed. <laughs> did God, you read man. what the description was about a seven? No, because I had to like create an account to do that. Oh, no, you didn't. But... <laughs> Here's what a seven is. What does this test mean? Tell everyone. So, let me see, let me see, let me see. I wrote it in here because I didn't feel like explaining it. I was just going to read it. It shows you which of the nine personality types suit you best. So, it's basically describing personality in detail. So, Sevens are extroverted, optimistic, versatile, and spontaneous. Are you? Not feeling that too much. But go on. I feel like you can be when you're with me. (laughs) Playful. You playful as fuck. Especially when I'm with you. High-spirited. That you are not. I'm not? You be downing sometimes. And practical. You're very practical. They can also misapply their many talents, becoming overextended, scattered, and undisciplined. They constantly seek new and exciting experiences, but can yes. become distracted and exhausted by staying on the go. Yes. God, yes. They typically have problems with impatience and impulsiveness. Y- yes. At their best, they focus their talents on worthwhile goals, becoming appreciative, joyous, and satisfied. Tennis? Joking. (laughs) (laughs) Basic fear of being deprived and in pain. I don't know if I related to that one. I'm not sure what I fear emotionally. Basic de- desire to be satisfied and content to have their needs fulfilled. That was kind of broad to me. But have you have you taken the love language quiz? I already know what my love language is. What is it? Boy, I like to be touched, boy. You Come like on. touch? Hell yeah! I don't give a shit about that fucking quality. Or I, I like touch. When I'm with a girl, I like to be touched all over. But whenever I touch you, you're like, "Don't fucking touch me." Because I'm not in love with you. <laughs> oh, that's upsetting to hear. In um, love and love somebody different. My love language is acts of service. <laughs> Why I'm a slave master. Why you are. <laughs> so if I go down on you without you asking, you in love. I mean acts of service by... I'm joking. Oh, okay. <laughs> like doing the dishes or making my bed without me asking. Um, cleaning up the house. Go getting, go getting Going to the store if I'm tired and getting me like something that I want. 
like a gallon of cranberry juice. Um, yeah, you are like that. Picking up dinner on the way home. It's also lazy as fuck. I'm joking. (laughs) (laughs) Saying that you'll edit the podcast so I can go to sleep. Um, (laughs) What was I going to say? Oh, I think my ex's was words of affirmation. Mm. Because I never said I love you. (laughs) Oh, my God. I, I gave her no reassurance that I was honest for the that's, long run. That's and tough. I wasn't. So, so you got to know your partner's love language. Oh yes, this, this new girl I'm talking to, I haven't figured it out yet. I learned. I don't. That the hard I don't want to just. I don't want to just ask. You know, I feel like that's boring. I like to figure. Why don't you it send out. her the quiz? Say, hey, what's your that's love language? Obvious. <laughs> <laughs> most people. Be, know, most people know it. So ask her. I don't want to. I want to figure it out. Which shouldn't be hard when you spend time with somebody. You can figure that out easily. Mm. I don't know. No? Mm. You run your finger down my chest. I'm getting a stiffy. (laughs) (laughs) All right. uh... (laughs) And with that, happy March. Love Birth, this month. Birthday month. month for Andy. Don't know what he's got planned, but we'll figure that out in three weeks. This has been... I'm joking. That's our <laughs> show, guys. <laughs> Make sure y'all share this episode, this podcast with your friends, parents, enemies. Rate and review us on iTunes. Y'all been depriving... Well, not iTunes. Apple Podcasts. Y'all been depriving us of reviews. Make sure y'all watch us on YouTube dot com slash done and drew subscribe to patreon join that discord become one become a daddy and use our code done and drew for 20 percent off and free shipping at manscaped.com y'all have a good week enjoy all-star weekend we'll see the patreon members later in the week if you don't subscribe this week then we'll see you next monday until then Dun and Drew signing off, man. This has been Dun and Drew, baby.